What's going on, guys? Welcome back to No Reserves Radio. I'm your host, Ren. With me, as always, Angelo and Austin. Uh, guys, this is the season finale for season one of No Reserves. It, it's weird that we got here, but we made it. Um, thinking back, Austin, you weren't there at the start. Angelo, has this gone the way you anticipated it to go? Is there anything you would mm. go back and do differently from the start because like we learned a lot in those first few months really that first month i feel like every week we were making huge improvements whether it was in the audio quality i will never forget i don't care i'm bringing this up i don't care i will never forget because we started around december if i'm not mistaken if i'm not mistaken we started in either the very end of october or the very start of november and I will never forget the whole damn argument we had over the Christmas special. <laughs> like, so, I... so what he's referring to, because I feel like we've deleted a few of those early episodes. I know we've deleted. We only deleted one. I've only deleted one, one so far. Um, but what he's specifically talking about is we were talking about what we wanted to do, like what we wanted the podcast to be. And Adam was determined that we were going to do a christmas special for our fans in our first episode third episode <laughs> i think uh, it was whenever it was and we finally just i think we just said okay and then we never did it because that was the week that he said no me and him out. got into it huge like like, like yeah like i i, I, I remember in the chat not have been there in the chat, I told him, like, dude, we have, like, no followers at this time. There is, the audience isn't formed yet. So, you know, if there's any, like, you know, backlash or heat from not doing a Christmas special, I'll take it on. And then he was like, this isn't like wrestling. The, you, there's no heat. You were going to piss people off. I was like, bro, there's no one to piss off yet. Yeah, I, <laughs> that, that's a weird one. Um for me, I think it was, I don't know. There's not a lot I would have done differently because I feel like all of the times we've screwed up majorly, we've learned through it. Yeah. Like the amount of times early on when, because Adam was doing the recording in that first, and when we switched over to where it was just me and you for a week or two and then Austin joined, there was a lot of recording hiccups and I feel like our editing and everything else has improved significantly since then because we had to do it we had to learn it um, i did you so because much, I don't do so much infrastructure i had to worry about so like oh. it, it we wouldn't be at the point where we are now and i'm not saying we're perfect now but like our quality is just so much better and that's because we had to learn how to deal with all that stuff um austin you have not been here since the start is there anything you would have changed or anything that you're shocked about at this point? Um, I would have been there at the start. Or I should have been there at the start. Yeah, you were, you were against it. I remember there was a talk. I wasn't against it. I just didn't have the availability. Yeah, you didn't have the availability. And, but I remember Angelo and I talking once and I was like, I was set that we could not, like, 
four was the limit. Three is perfect for me because you're not drowning each other out. Four was my absolute limit. And he's like, who's the fourth going to be? And I was like, well, maybe Austin. And he's like, it's not going to be Austin. And I was like, okay. Um, was that the first golden owl? That's probably the first golden owl, yeah, because he, uh, he was completely wrong because now you're a... All right. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you. This has nothing to do with the podcast, but I have a, I have a legitimate question for you. Because I do not follow the like major people who talk about basketball. Who was the first dude to call someone a casual? Why are you obsessed with it? And why is everyone else obsessed with it? Like it's this grand insult. Uh, Does it ma- make you like guys feel? B- I I genuinely want to know because because you tried to call the golden L the casual take of the week, and I'll never forget that so, either. So it's because if you're a casual fan, right? So I I don't know who first coined it, but it just it makes sense if you strictly are looking at box scores and you're not watching the on court performances and the impact of that performance because. You can go drop 50, but if you lost, you lost. It's still impressive that you dropped 50, but you lost. Uh, If you're only looking at those numbers and not at the bigger picture, you're only casually following the game because at the end of the day, you average 50, you miss the playoffs. What were you averaging 50 for, you know? so That is so... So I do the football one, and that is so weird because that is... The uh, so Alex, this is why me and Alex work so well because Alex will watch like every freaking game, and as part of researching all that I research, I don't want to watch the game because I don't want to be tainted or not tainted, but influenced by those results. I want to see what actually happened, and then I want to make my judgment from there. So what you're saying is, from a basketball perspective, that's being a casual. I think if you're not watching the game and you're strictly box score watching and basing an opinion on just the box score, it's kind of a casual following. But it's not just the box score with football. It's it's different. Yeah, I think it's different with football because of the amount of games, right? We're only getting 18 games a season where basketball is 82, right? There's a lot more that goes into a basketball game than there is a football game. And it's also the variables because realistically you have what, maybe 10 people catching a ball a game. You have two people, hopefully throwing a ball a game. Like the the statistics are more streamlined to positions. Whereas in basketball, like you can drop 50 as a point guard or you can drop 50 as a center. Like, it's the same game no matter what position you're playing. You have to play offense. You have to play defense. The box score is not going to tell the whole story, whereas I think in football, yeah, the box score doesn't tell the whole story, but I think it tells more of a story than it does in basketball. That's fair. Um, but so <laughs> I guess I was going to go into the question of the week here, but I think I just asked the question of the week instead. I think that was a better question. I, I think that's a better question of the week. We'll save the one I was going to ask tonight for another week. Agreed. Um, but no, it's, it's been a fun first season. I've enjoyed it and I'm ready for season two. Um, 
get into some basketball news. I only have one thing. Austin said he had something he wanted to talk about. But James Harden, this whole ordeal situation, cluster, explicitive. Um, James Harden thinks the relationship with 76ers is beyond repair. At what point? At what point do we start to think maybe James Harden is the problem? So here's my question for you. Uh-huh. Okay. Why? Well, I guess that, that what you just said is kind of that inkling, but why does it seem that you are harder on Damian Lillard for requesting a trade than you have been for James Harden the three times he's requested a trade? What do you mean? I mean, I don't hear, like, lambasting of James Harden because he requested out of Brooklyn and because he requested out of OKC and because he requested out of Houston. Like, I, I guess where's where's that where's that spunk? Where's the spunk? Where's so, <laughs> okay? So here's here's the thing. So Austin can be the answerer here because you and I are biased towards this. Was that you telling me the answer? No, no, no. Am I? Okay. Have I ever been, like, on the James Harden bandwagon? Have I ever been, like, celebratory of Harden at all at any point in time? No. You give him credit no. for scoring. I give him credit for scoring, but that's it. But the reason why I'm, you can say, holding Dame to a higher standard than James Harden is because James Harden hasn't requested a trade since we started this podcast. Because my opinion still stays the same. Like, you signed a contract, play out that contract. Do you want me to... Do you want to spend 20 minutes discussing James Harden and his contract? Because I will. But there's no point. Like, we already did it with the Damian Lillard. My opinion isn't changed. I think that it's stupid. Like, if you do not want to play for a franchise, don't sign a contract. You have that agency as a player. If you don't know if you want to stay with that franchise, do what LeBron does. Sign one-year deals. But this whole requesting a trade thing, yeah, I don't like it from any perspective. But in this situation, my question for you is, when are we going to acknowledge that James Harden, who's showing up to practice in fat suits and staying out on practice nights and strip clubs and doing whatever else James Harden... Like, I don't know what he's done yet for the 76ers. I haven't watched it. But when are we going to acknowledge that maybe he is the problem? Oh, no, I agree with you 100%. I think, I think this time around is completely bogus. Like, I think there, I there's think no, like... Mass. Sorry, you go ahead. There's no defense. Like, what are you going to say? He literally, like, he is in China, and he took time out of his day to call his GM a liar and that he would never play for another organization that he is part of. Pretty bad look, bro. Pretty bad look. Can I talk? Yes. Okay. Sorry, I was just making sure. Um, At least for me, the reason I'm not as hard on James Harden when it comes to requesting the trade, because I expect it like KD. Right? He's just kind of... it's It's become part of them as a player. Right? If they're not happy, they're going to leave. It is what it is. Dame... 
he's been not been happy for a long time, but he kept sucking it out. So I think he gets a pass. And a few weeks before, he released a song in which he said that he was loyal. And, like, he literally dropped the line uh, about ring chasing and what if Reggie left the Pacers. Like, he was giving the idea that he was going to stick with the franchise, and then suddenly he wasn't. So we're obviously going to be harder on I'm someone. I'm just that curious to what his coming to, coming to Jesus moment was, because he had to have, like, a coming to Jesus moment about this. Oh, definitely, he had to. What do you think it was, Ron? It was drafting Scoot Henderson. <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> like, that's obvious. Um, they he wanted them to trade that pick for help right now, and not for the guard that's going to take his place when he is gone, whether that's through retirement, free agency, or a trade. They decided they were going to hedge their bets on the future, and they took Scoot Henderson, which that's the right basketball play, right? Mm-hmm. Like we can agree with that. Um, and I, I, when you have, okay, so, so if you have a superstar player, okay, and he's at the end of his career and you have no shot, like one player is not going to get the Portland Trailblazers the ring, correct? correct? Who, who are you trading that third overall pick for? Like what player are you bringing in that makes this team a contender? You're not. Scoot Henderson arguably might be the second best player in this draft. A lot of Charlotte fans would say that. Um, <laughs> so if you have the option of bringing someone in that's going to be the future of your franchise when your aging superstar leaves or retires, you make that play because there's nothing you can do right now that's going to make you a contender. From his perspective, they should have traded it. But from a basketball perspective, I I can't justify trading it. There's no one you're going to get right now that's going to get you over that hump from one pick. They don't have the draft capital to trade. So then if these discussions were made, why didn't they try to ship Dame earlier? Because I don't think he was fully transparent with the organization. I mean, does he have to be? Does he have to be transparent in that situation, though? Because you, you are not the owner of the Portland Trailblazers, but you just surmised exactly what would have happened. So it's it's not rocket science. So my argument is then that I think if you have two parties in a business agreement, okay, Mm -hmm. if one is being transparent and one is not the burden falls on the one that's not being transparent, correct? Generally speaking. So there was no buzz, no rumors from anyone, and there's always rumors that the Portland Trailblazers were moving that pick. Like, we knew they were taking Scoot. Dame was releasing songs about how loyal he is and how he's going to retire a Trailblazer. Who's lying here? Is it the team that did what they said they were going to do or the player that said he was never going to leave? That's my point like he at least from our perspective we don't know what happened behind closed doors but from right. the fans perspective dame was acting like it didn't matter what they did he was staying so yes we're going to hold him to a higher standard than james harden who shows up to practice in fat suits when he doesn't get his way <laughs> moving on austin what was it you wanted to talk about so sorry 
<clears throat> oh no. <laughs> so I just have it's a really quick segment. So they released the 2023-2024 schedule. Yes. Did you all see Correct. that? Yes, yes, I did. So the I have a list of the amount of televised games for the top ten teams. I want you all to guess who the top ten are. Lakers. Knicks. Yep. Yep. Warriors. Warriors. Yep. <laughs> uh Bucks. Yep, yep. Grizzlies? Nope. Oh, uh Heat. Uh, yep. Heat's kind of what, what, no, what number are we at? I have seven. All right, seven. Um them, Clippers. Um, Low key clip? Nope. Uh, we're at six. We're at six. Nope, no kings. Oh, oh, um, Suns. Yep. Suns was uh We're forgetting someone really obvious. Bulls. You are no. forgetting really obvious. Nope. Cavs. Nope. Oh, it's not gonna be the cat. What? <laughs> just hey man, just hey, you got you gotta rep the team. You gotta rep the team. Oh, the Sixers and the Celtics. Yep, yep, one more. Okay, now this is the one that I'm gonna struggle with. Uh it shouldn't. Timberwolves. Mavericks? Nope. Yeah, the Mavs. Yeah. Oh, the Mavs, yeah. So okay. would it bother you to know that the Warriors are number one on that list with 41 games, so half of their games are national? No, not at all. Would it bother you that the reigning NFL or NBA finalists are fifth on the list? The finals. I mean, not really. Not really, because like market share. So not only market share, but you have to understand you want to put the most entertaining product out there. And while Nikola Jokic is a very talented player, watching Steph Curry is better visually than watching Nikola Jokic. Agree? Agreed, yeah. but I don't like it. Yeah, it's it's one of those, like, the meme, like, he's out of line, but he's right. Yeah. Like, I feel like it should be, I guess I'm just used to, like, the NFL, how they always put the Super Bowl winner first. Mm-hmm. Like, to show off, like, this is the team that you have to beat this year. You know? I don't know. I just wanted to see what your opinions on that were. But it's also, like, we were talking about with football, like, 18 games, 82 games, like, mm-hmm. there's right. a lot more, like, time to get, like, tired of the game, I guess. And let's be real, I'm sure there's some kind of behind-the-scenes conversation with advertisers and, you know, the teams that the people who provide the money for the NBA want to broadcast are broadcasted. Mm-hmm. Unrelated. I just I have NBA Twitter pulled up, and someone said I'm so tired of hearing words harden and uncomfortable this off season. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> Um. Okay. Do you guys have anything else for NBA news before we get into the actual like segment? No, that opening know. segment was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. I'm actually shocked at how long it's going to be. A long episode. Not as long as our football episode, though. Oh, yeah. Hey, you want to plug that real quick? As I say, shameless plug already. Let's go. Shameless plug. I had to, to I, no, I had to take I had to take a cold shower because of how many hot takes I gave out. And something I'm noticing about Alex is like he's not like Ren, where if, you know, I say something ridiculous, like he Ren's going to snap back. Alex will just be like, oh, I don't agree, but I, 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 I appreciate the. The ballsiness. I was like, no, no. So, 
I mean, last episode was a rough episode. It was it was literally like two, three a.m. for Alex by the time we finished, and it was like almost nine o'clock for me, and that's late for me. So, yeah, I, so I, but watch it. It was it was it was probably our best episode to date, and I think when you watch it, you'll agree with that, Ren. I that's what I was about to say. Like I haven't listened to it yet, but guys, if you enjoy what we do here, check out that podcast. If you have push notifications enabled for this, which you should, you will get currently the push notifications for the football podcast. We probably will move them to a separate RSS type thing. So you'll get it Eventually. through a different source just so it's easier for us to categorize, but it's still under the same umbrella. But what I'm saying is enable your push notifications and you'll know when we post everything, including our bonus episodes that we don't plan. Um, and that's the only way you're really going to know about those. Um, but yeah, go listen to it. Alex is very, very knowledgeable. If you are only listening to us, you haven't even met Alex yet. So go check it out. Um, Eventually. Let's move right into the topic, which I didn't really cover what we were doing tonight. If you listened last week, you know that this week we're doing the Western Conference predictions slash off-season recap. Um, it's entirely based on our own personal individual criteria some of us are valuing youth some of us are valuing star power some of us are negative nancy's aka angelo um so here's something i want to discuss real quick about that and this kind of ties into football but it kind of doesn't so when you make a prediction right you also make a correlation so counter prediction yeah, but it well, doesn't necessarily have to make sense. It, I think it does because if you if you want to tell me the whatever, what's a crappy team? The Nets are going to be the first seed in the East. Something has to happen for that scenario yeah, to make yeah, sense so, to you. So again, we're going to football here. Um, when you have a few games, it's very easy to categorize. There are over a thousand games in the NBA every year. I'm not going to break down and say, oh, the the Suns are going to win 50 games and the Nuggets are going to win 52. Like, that's that's too... I don't want you yeah. to do that. I'm just saying, like... There, there has to be, for every action, there is a reaction. I get it. I get yeah. what you're saying. I'm saying that this has to be more of a lighthearted, like, do you think they're better or worse than last year? Because a team can be better, right? Like, we could say, like, a team could go sign Giannis. They're obviously better, right? Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean they're going to win more games. You expect it to mean they're going to win more games. But it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to win more games. Giannis could get hurt, right? A French bench player on the other team could suddenly start shooting 9 for 10 from three-pointers, or from three-point range, and get your team to the NBA Finals. Things happen. We're not predicting that. We're predicting, did the team get better or worse versus last season? At least that's, that's what fair. I'm doing. That's fair. No, I get what you're saying. That's okay, okay. so we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah. We probably should have cleared that up off the air. But now our listeners know. Mm-hmm. So, start off. Start off hot, baby. All right. We're going to get started with, and I lost the rosters because I was looking <laughs> for NBA news. There it is. I found it. We're good. All right. Let's get started with the Houston Rockets. 
They were 22 and 60. Hold on, I'm scrolling. I didn't think we were starting that low. Um, <laughs> didn't think we were starting that rough. Um, so they lost Kenyon Martin, Josh Christopher, Ty Ty Washington, and Usman Garuba. If you're saying who are all those people besides Kenyon Martin Jr., so was I. And players they added. And this is a really interesting team for me before we even get into it because it's such a confusing ad, and we talked about this in one of our previous episodes. They added Fred Van Vliet, Dylan Brooks, Jock Landell, Jeff Green, Ammon Thompson, and Cam Whitmore. Oh. I have a really hot take. Defense go ahead and go ahead, go ahead. Well, defense question mark is a great take, but what is your uh, <laughs> what is your take, Angela? Somehow they're going to be worse. They're definitely going to be worse. Yeah, definitely. We're yeah. talking about the Rockets, right? Yeah, that's your yes. that your hot take is they're going to be worse than twenty two games. Man, I need to go take a shower. Man, that's really <laughs> that, hot. Like, I guess. I guess <laughs> this man just came out was like, I have a hot take. Guy is blue, and he you walked don't... away. Like you he don't had nothing else to add to that. You don't think that adding Fred Fred Van V Oh, I can't even say his name. You don't think the stuff they added didn't improve the roster or, or makes it more likely that for them to win more games? It's not I guess that's not what I'm saying, Angelo. What I'm saying is you said they're gonna be worse, and then you walked away. Like that was your hot take. Like it was a one like short sentence. One liner. Yeah, like yeah. that's yeah, what it was. because on paper again the game is not played on paper on paper there's not a single team that added more wins than the houston rockets because fred van vliet adds 11.4 estimated wins dylan it's five estimated wins jock landell adds 2.7 ammon thompson looks solid cam whitmore very solid like he's gonna be one of the steals of the draft I definitely think they're going to be better than last year. I just, I, I, I want you to elaborate on your hot take. That's what I'm questioning. Okay, that's fair. It's just more of a, so I know why they got the players in. They got the players in A because they had to use the money and B because they really needed veteran presence after all the happenings of last year. But I think that, when and try presence is Dylan Brooks. You've got a problem. Well, I was more talking about Fred, but <sighs> but I think what's might happen is their attempt to solve the problem is somehow going to make it worse in the sense that the younger players are going to feel like they don't have a role on the team. They're going to feel like their development is stifled, and because of that, they're going to perform suboptimally. And the veterans, the like you said, the defense is still questionable at best. But so th- this was already a really good young team because Jalen Green, Jabari Smith Jr. and now Paris yeah, no, very good. Even if like we know that specifically those two, Jalen Green and Jabari Smith, are very competitive, hot-headed. Like they got into it over touches, right? right? Yep. Do you not think that maybe? having players come in that are going to not necessarily take their spots. Cause I don't think anyone's going to be that stupid to take away their young futures spots. Mm-hmm. Um, I question how they're going to run their lineups, but 
Like, and that's kind of what I'm but getting into. The, the game of basketball is changing in the NBA. Right. It's, it's fast-paced. It's shooting-based. Defense question mark is a common theme when it comes to these star players. So there's no way this team is worse than last season. Just based on the fact that even if Jabari Smith and Jalen Green decide to sulk because their spots get taken or whatever, Ammon Thompson and Cam Whitmore are going to come in with something to prove because they're rookies. They always do. There's a lot more players that have solid rookie seasons and then either stay solid, boom, or taper off, right? Mm-hmm. Alper and Sengun, fantastic. Yep. And we know that Fred Van Fleet and Dylan Brooks are already quality NBA players. So just based on that, they should be better than last season. Right? In so theory, I'm, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm going to say they, they made improvements. Will it be some major improvement? No, this is not a even a team that's going to contend for a play-in spot in my eyes, but it, it's going to be better than last year for sure. Last year was you shut the TV off when they came on. This <laughs> year, I think you 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 click the little notification for league pass alerts when like the last two minutes are coming up. Cause it, it's going to be a fun team no matter what, especially like when all five of their young guys are on the floor. Cause all of them are uber athletic. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be a fun game. Austin, what's your, what's your take? Do you, do you want to just drop a one liner? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I did defense question, Mike. Oh, that's fair. No, but I, I mean, you kind of hit it. I think they'll go up a little bit, but I think they'll still be the worst team in the Southwest. Oh, for sure. So, You ready for the next team? Yeah. I am. I don't have to scroll that far again. Man, I, I chose the wrong division. I should have done a more a less interesting one first. Let's go with the New Orleans Pelicans. They were 42 and 40. They were the 10 seed. All right, so they very short losses in addition list. Uh, lost Jackson Hayes and Josh Richardson. Gained Cody Zeller and Jordan Hawkins. Um, okay, so quiet, quiet, quiet offseason. They really didn't do much. The biggest addition for them next season will be health, if they can maintain it. Um, they also did sign... Herb Jones to a long-term deal. He's an all-defensive NBA player, like at least that potential. Um, obviously, having Zion for hopefully again, we're basing this on hopefuls a full season. Brandon Ingram's health, um, CJ McCollum's health. Let's just say health. If this team is healthy, they've made improvements because they didn't really That's... need to change anything, right? Like. On paper, which is what we're doing on these predictions, this is a good team. You disagree? No. Do you have anything to add? It's it's just kind of hard to make an assessment for a team that is so contingent on injury and has a player like Zion Williamson. Yeah, because Zion's an all-NBA player when he's healthy. It's like predict the Clippers. And you're not sure if Kawhi is going to play. <laughs> it's it's kind of the same. Like you could see, you could see the argument 
that they are going to be better and they're going to be worse. And they're very obvious arguments. They're going to be worse. Zion is going to play less games somehow. As long as Zion plays more games, this is a better team. Just by that nature. Right. If this team were healthy, it's an obvious playoff team. Yep. Um, Honestly, I don't want to say contender, but it's like right on the fringe of a contender. Because if Zion got hot in the playoffs, there's no one stopping him, right? Uh, And that's not even factoring in the fact that Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, Herb Jones, like these are not bad NBA players by any stretch of the imagination. So thank God for the rest of the NBA. Zion is good at stopping Zion. Yeah. He's too busy. Uh, we're not touching that one. Nope. <laughs> no, nope. Nope. No, no. Just let me drop their one liner. Ren. <laughs> let me drop my one liner. Nope. Yeah. We're moving on. We are moving. Unless Austin, Austin didn't say anything. Austin didn't say anything. I wasn't given the option to say anything. I Do you want to say, say something? something? No. He's, he's sassy tonight. <laughs> Hey, he is yeah. sassy tonight. So, I mean, I think the Pelicans are going to stay about where they are. I think they'll move up into the eight seed, but I think they'll be a pretty static team. So, not not much of a hot take here. Sorry, no showers necessary. Damn. Nothing I like got some hot shower. Takes, don't you worry, they're coming. Okay, um, if you say so. Does that mean Austin is going to be is going to receive the golden L for this episode? <laughs> that means Austin is starting with the San Antonio Spurs. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> you should have ended the episode now. with this I division. They're in the div- I know. I didn't think things through. Oh, Austin. I blame Ren. I didn't get a, a list of what I was supposed Austin, to say. Austin, you missed the assignment. Oh. You failed the assignment. You get the oh. for this one because he, he does get the golden L just for missing this, the assignment. Hey, let, let him let him give the record so we can get into this. First twenty-two and sixty. Okay, does so have another hot take. They no, get no, no, better. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's 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 do this the right way. So they lost Kieta Kieta Bates Diop. They gained Lamar Stevens, Seti Osman, Reggie Bullock, and a little Frenchman named Victor Wembanyama. Uh, okay, so we, so, so we both say better. So yeah, it's even. So even if you were to eliminate Wemby from the equation, okay, even if you take him out of the equation. Keldon Johnson and Devin Vassell's expected growth should win some more games for this team. Seti Osman, not a great player by any stretch of the imagination, but again, hey man, don't he's going go to go out and win you two or three games. Right? So the, the team is going to be better. And then you factor in Victor Wembanyama. Any rational person is going to say, if he's healthy, which, again, (laughs) we're not factoring in potential injuries into this equation. If he's healthy, just because of his size and his defensive acumen, he's going to win you some games. That's not talking about his playmaking. That's not talking about his scoring. There's no way you can rationally justify saying (laughs) this team is not going to be better 
There's no way. There's no way. Go ahead. Try. Try, Austin. What you, am I trying to do? The floor is yours. To say that they're that there's no way they're not going to be better. There's no way they're going to be worse, is what Ren is saying. Oh, I agree. Look, I'm a I'm a Wemby hater. I'm not like a you know a logical person. I know they'll get better. I don't think they'll make the playoffs or even the play-in. But I think they'll get better. So what's your what's your what's your uh what's the hot take? What's the hot take? What? I you, can't you... I can't say injuries, so it's fine. <laughs> oh man, he took the, he took Do you want my uh, off the record hold hot on, take? Hold on. And uh, you know what? Go for it. Wemby doesn't play half the season. Half the season? Half. He said half. Half the season. Wemby wouldn't be eligible for our top 10 list next year is what he's saying. Oh. Do you remember that top 10 center list? How many good centers do you think there are? Enough that Wemby wouldn't make it. What? Actually, I... Oh, yeah. See? Uh-huh. What do you mean? Uh, no, you don't I, think saying, he can be better than Rudy Gobert? I'm saying he easily could crack the top ten. Easily. Okay, okay. Like, it would not be that much effort to break into that. The, the center was weak, dude. Okay. That was weak. Okay, thank you. Thank no, you. Austin, you're wrong. No, no. Accurate you would be saying just... Wemby can't crack the top, like, two. Like, yeah. <laughs> I would say, like, top five. Like, saying top... If you say he's going to be in the top five without ever seeing him step foot on the NBA court, that's insane to me. Yeah. Top ten's not that crazy because it's not that strong of a position. I don't even remember... Hold on. I'm going to get my phone. I'm going to see who the hell was at ten that that this that this guy cannot overlap. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Like, Samson. I'm... Notes. Centers. Really have to announce... It was Rudy Gobert! Yeah, Rudy was 10 for you. The true Frenchman. Rudy Gobert. Really? If you wanted to have, like, a hot take and, like, I I don't know. That, he's not going to play half the season. I don't even necessarily think that's a hot take because most of us expect he's going to potentially have injury issues, like, because that's what we're used to. Like, people this big get hurt. So I don't think that's a hot take. That's lukewarm at best. You take the L so far this week for saying that the tall guy is going to get hurt is a hot take. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah. No, no, no. That's that's not a hot take. You okay, should be sure. disappointed. You should be disappointed for calling that a hot take. Yes, boss. I, th- I failed you. Yep. You have to now take a hot shower to, <laughs> to get, the... to get in the hot tub for 20 <laughs> yeah. minutes. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. I turn the water on boiling every day, so it's fine. What is wrong with you? That's... Don't you dare uh, say that's what you do, too. I mean, I take hot showers. Who doesn't take hot showers? Oh, no. I, I crank it all the way. Like, yeah. No, if it's not melting what is water, wrong though. with you? Guys? Okay. Okay. Here's what I do. And I I am starting to realize maybe this isn't normal. It's not. But it's not it's not a hard concept. So in the winter, 
you take hot showers. And in the summer, you take cold showers. So for me, it depends on when I'm taking the shower. If I'm taking a shower, if I'm taking a shower in the morning, I take a cold shower. If I'm showering at night, I take a hot shower. It just it depends on the time of day. See, I why get, are we like, talking about showers on the podcast? Because apparently know, Austin doesn't take cold them. showers or believe in them. I don't. Even if I'm outside, like, mowing the lawn and doing yard work, when I come in, hot shower. You're insane! What? I will come home from Disney, sweaty as can be, hot as can be, and I will take a hot shower. Why? Because it feels it's comforting. Good. It feels good. It is not comforting! So it's, like, it's like eating a warm bowl of soup. Oh I my steam, god, I stop it. The, I steam the uh, room. Okay, uh, anyways, along. Austin doesn't know what a hot take is. Let's go. Okay, let's go with the Memphis. That's because take. Austin takes <laughs> hot showers and only hot showers, and so he doesn't know what the relief of a cold shower is. So, of course, he can't make a hot take. Because he relies on outside sources to make him hot. Angela, did you hear who we're talking about? Who? Does it matter? Memphis Grizzlies, 51 and 31. It don't matter. It don't matter. (laughs) It don't matter. That was almost English. Uh, They lost (laughs) Tyus Jones and Dylan Brooks. Uh, They gained Derek Rose, Josh Christopher, and Marcus Smart. Um... So, are we factoring in off courts, or are we assuming Ja will be here? Is Ja suspended at this current twenty five <laughs> games? He starts the season with twenty five games, right? Okay, so he's missing part of the season. So for me, this is weird. It, it's it has weird. to be less than. So trading two first round picks for Marcus Smart, right? Right. When you have Tyus Jones, who's debatably the best backup point guard in the NBA, correct? Yeah, debatably. That makes no sense. And then you also go out and sign Derek Rose. I'm just confused by what the Grizzlies are trying to do here. Survive without Ja? But if you're going to do that, you just sign Derek Rose. You don't trade two first-round picks when you also have Tyus Jones. Like, yes, I Marcus Smart is probably, no disrespect to Drew Holiday, I think Marcus Smart is probably the best defensive guard in the NBA. Um, he's got the size and strength to guard one through some fours. Um, uh, I, I'm going to say worse. I'm going to say worse. And the reason being is going to be Dylan Brooks. I mean, to be fair, they were the second seed, so it's not much harder for them that's, to get worse. That's true. So they're going to miss Ja for 25, and that's fair to factor into the predictions because that's not injury. That's he's already out. Yeah, um, 100%. So they're going to miss that. I do think Jaron Jackson Jr. can carry the team to quite a few wins. Um, And Tyus Jones, I love Tyus Jones as a game. But the loss of the defensive side of the ball of Dylan Brooks, like it, it can't be understated. He's not like he's gonna go out and shoot one for thirteen from three, but he's also gonna shut down 
key players on the other team. And yes, Marcus Smart can do that, but he's also entering his 30s. Facts. Uh, I mean, you're saying basically everything I was thinking. Yeah, and also, I, I, what do you think of the Desmond Bain extension? Because they signed him for a five-year, two hundred seven million deal. Like, I, the no reserves MVP is Desmond Bain. I get that, but do you think that that's a bit of an overpayment? Because I do. I. I actually didn't like either Desmond Bain nor Jalen Brown's extensions, to be honest. Like, if I'm going to give a max, I want to give a max to the guy on my team, not the supporting cast of the guy. Wait, wait, who did you just say you would give the max to? I said I wasn't a fan of the max to Jalen Brown or to Desmond Bain because I would want to give those extensions to John Morant and Tatum, who are the guys on their teams. That's Um, my take. Okay, I agree with that. So, I think they'll be worse because defensively they're going to take a hit without Dylan Brooks. Offensively, they're going to take a hit without uh, John Morant for the first 25 games of the season. And that's not to say like they don't have great players because they do it's just they were the two seed so yeah it's a it's a pretty easy worse for me yeah playoffs come around we'll reevaluate but i just playoffs don't understand why they're loading up on point guards that that think, part confuses me it's ren's turn to be right about playoffs this year i i had my time in the sun austin grizzlies opinion <laughs> Grizzles is muted. Austin. muted. Austin on the Grizzles. I'm, I'm the best. So I don't think that they will get much worse. I think they'll maybe drop to three or four. I personally love the Marcus Smart pickup. I really hope they return to the grit and grind Grizzlies. Um, and then you said it was Derek Rose. That's who else they added, right? Yeah. I love it. It's like a mini version of jaw that they can keep and kind of play the same right and also isn't gonna whip out a gun at a nightclub Uh, also that you know that that helps but maybe he'll be that veteran presence for jaw because they did play very similar like derrick rose played like jaw played like derrick rose did in his young career so maybe he'll be that person to connect to jaw you know one can hope I think Derrick Rose is just there for a paycheck so he won't get fined. Ah, that's a football reference. Ah, that's a sports reference at this point. Um, (laughs) But yeah, he... I I don't know how much of an impact there. Because when Ja comes back, what kind of minutes is... Derrick Rose is going to be getting. You don't trade two first-round picks to not give Marcus Smart minutes. Mm-hmm. Tyus Jones is probably the best backup point guard in the league. There's not a lot of minutes for Derrick Rose. so Honestly, the, the lineup that they are probably going to be sporting after Ja gets back is something that I'm sure makes the Trailblazers jealous. 
Guard, 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 guard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just funneled all to Jared. I'm all for it. Let's go. Ultimate small ball. Yep. 2K grind. Uh, who's the next team? The next team is the last team in the southwest of the Dallas Mavericks. I have it sorted wrong. What's their record? I was going scrolling down. <laughs> their record was 38 bad. 38 and 44. 38 and 44. Okay, so before we do anything, they weren't. They should not have been 38 and 44. Uh-huh. We know that. They they tanked at the end so that they could be petty mm-hmm. and keep their draft pick. Yep. Um, so they lost. I'm all for it, by the way. Petty ball for the win. Petty ball of for course. the win. Yeah. Uh, they lost Davis Bertans, Reggie Bullock, and Justin Holiday. They gained Grant Williams, Rashawn Holmes, Seth Curry, Dante Axum, Derek Lively, Oliver Maxence Prosper, Olivier, Olivier. It's Olive. It's not Oliver. It's Olivier or Olivier. I don't know. I don't care. Um, they're gonna do better. They're gonna do better. A full season with Luca and Kyrie working together off court and on court, getting to know each other better. Getting to know each other's play styles and tendencies better because they're both legitimate playmakers and playmaking is mostly knowing what your teammates' or tendencies are. True. Um, the open three-point looks that Luca and Kyrie are going to get for Seth Curry is going to be pretty insane. So I'm excited for that. Uh, Grant Williams, great pickup. Derek Lively, fantastic pickup for this team. Rashawn Holmes, I also really like that one. There's no way this team is not better. Like, this is five or above in the West. Five or above. I I can see that easy. Yeah, I generally agree with you. There's really not much to say. Like, if this team somehow gets worse, that... I, I, I don't know. I don't even... I, I don't even... I can't even fathom, like, what would have to happen. Like this is the first team on this list that the only way I think they get worse is if they get injuries like mm-hmm. other teams they, they would have to like they could be healthy and they could be worse like the pelicans i could see them being worse just for whatever random reason this team is too good and is complimentary too much because seth curry again the looks that he is going to get as a role player Just from Luke and Kyrie. I cannot wait. So, yeah, this is easily top five in the West. I would go as far as to say they'll take the two or three seed. I could see it. Yeah, me too. I think something's going to hold them back, but I could see it. All right. What's next? Oh, we're definitely saving this one for for the end. Thank you. Uh, Let's it's go with the Lakers. The... It's the Lakers conference, I know. Yeah, it is for sure. <laughs> the Utah Jazz. <laughs> oh my god, I have to scroll all the way to the freaking bottom of my list. <laughs> 37 and 45. I'm still scrolling. Hold on. Okay. Uh so they lost Rudy Gay and Damian Jones. Um, every year, maybe I'm the only one, but I'm always shocked that Rudy Gay is still in the league. Uh, they gained John Collins, Taylor Hendricks, Keontae George, and Bryce Sensaba. Uh, um, 
this is this one's hard because they ha- no, it's not hard. They have to get worse. There's no way they have this ridiculous streak again. That's what they I'm have saying to. is hard about it because on paper they got better as a team, but will they be better as a record? No. Um, I I think I agree. I think they'll be significantly worse because I think there's no way they don't have a star. They there's no way. Yeah, there's no way. Austin, yeah, it, what's it, the way? Worse. It's worse, but let's. What is let's, the way? <laughs> um, I think it's worse, but I don't think it's as bad as you think. Yeah, I I think if you're gonna grade them on the or um Laurie Markkinen, I think if you were to grade their off season, I think they got an A. I just don't know if that's gonna translate to wins this season or not, because <laughs> um, I think they had a fantastic off season. They had one of the best off seasons actually, but I mean, just there's no way they repeat last year. That was lightning in a bottle. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. The sure. answer is worse. I fully, I was fully committed to the Utah Jazz making the NBA finals. <laughs> you were, unfortunately. <laughs> it was. It was the next Disney TV movie. You just you weren't on board. So yeah, I yeah. I'm finding that every, like, Ren's heart decision that he makes with his heart is wrong. That's what I'm finding. Usually. Ouch. What? Kings? Jazz? Anyway. What's next, Austin? Ren's heart is always wrong. After that. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, God. (laughs) 32 and 40. Why... Why are you doing this to me? Why are you giving me back to back? I have to listen to Angelo teams. Oh, buddy, this whole this whole thing is full of them. I know the Western Conference is really stacked in Angelo's annoy Ren favor. Uh, yeah. So they lost Tori and Prince. They gained Troy Brown Jr. and Shake Milton. Uh, um. Also, Anthony Edwards signed a max extension, but that doesn't really change anything. No, they're gonna stay the same. They didn't do enough to get better. They didn't do anything to get worse. You can say Rudy's going to regress or Cat's going to regress, but Anthony Edwards is going to improve. They're staying the same. This is probably the most boring offseason recap I've looked at. So, I have them as the lightning in a bottle team. I think they're going to catch it at the start of the season. Something at the start of year two is just going to click like Kat and Rudy Gobert are going to look at each other and realize, wait, we are the perfect pairing. And it's going to be like ridiculous. And then it's going to stem her down. But at the end of the season, I do think it's going to be better. Angelo with the shocking take of the podcast, Austin. If Austin's top 10 shooting guards is any indication, he's going to say worse. I'm not going to say worse. <laughs> I, I don't think they got better or worse. I think they <laughs> stayed the same. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, they have Kat, they have Gobert and Ant, right? That's still like their team. That's their big three, yes. 
Okay, they didn't add anyone crazy. No, I like didn't listen to the list because Ren was talking. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what? Hot take: they don't make the playoffs. <laughs> if they do, it's BM playing. Oh my god, you really don't understand what a hot take is. Oh my god. <laughs> I understand what a hot take is. I'm built around the Wemby hot take. Your Wemby take wasn't even hot tonight. Well, it really I mean, was. I can only say I can only say so many ways that he's. Gonna there's only player. there's only so many ridiculous things you can say. This is the problem that I was talking about. Like when you said, like, "Oh, you've been tame. You've been less." There's only so much so ridiculous you can be when you're competing with Wemby be a bust and it's not gonna just be because of injury look season two is a new season we'll be able to actually talk about the Wemby what I I I get what you're saying Angelo I totally get what you're saying that it's it's hard to compete with that right but to say a fringe playoff team is not a playoff team is not a hot take (laughs) like if you were to come out and be like oh yeah the Nuggets this year not a playoff team. That's a hot take. A team that might be a seven seed, not making the playoffs. That's not a hot take. I'm sorry. Don't justify this by saying, "Oh, well, when you've said Wimby is a bust, that's no." Yeah, like, make it. Oh, no, then same. wait a minute. We don't. My take is hotter than Austin's take. What was your confirmed? That they're going to be the lightning in the bottle team, but then they're going to stem her off, and they'll probably be like a five, six seed. No, I think that's it's about the same. That's probably yeah. That's <laughs> y'all really have to I work on take, your though. I didn't say hot. I just said my prediction. I did not I say. I did not. I, I don't preface. think I said a hot take. Yes, you did. Mm. There's no way I said hot take, and if I did, my mouth is not. My <laughs> I did not mean to say the words that came out of my mouth. Yeah. I, <laughs> guys, be better. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> no. You know what? Who's you nice? know what, Ren? Who's if nice? you would have given us some sort of list so that we knew what to talk By about. By the way, be okay. the, the okay. name of the episode is Hot Take. Okay. By the way. <laughs> so, hot Take question mark. I, when we're doing our normal episodes... I 100% agree. If I give you a flowgram, you're going to have a better idea of what we're talking about. This is week three of knowing that we're talking about Western oh. Conference off seasons. We've known about this for three weeks at oh. this point. Are you ready for the next team? No. Oh, you just, you just no, kind of, no, okay. No, okay. no, 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 Ren. You can't do it like that. You have to have a written consent. It needs to be in the chat and he needs to know Days beforehand, and then he needs a confirmation text. Okay. So what what Angelo is saying here sarcastically is literally an hour before we started recording, Austin asked what the topic was just to confirm. <laughs> Look, okay. No, no. I, I got no defense. Okay, we're good. We're good. Because I could have given you a flowgram and you would have asked for the flowgram an hour ago. Again, I get it. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're just bad. 
I'm just bad. I know. Okay, what's the next team? Because the Timberwolves are boring. Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Thunder. I heard you the first time. Yeah, that team. that that might be interesting. Forty and forty-two. Okay, so according to my research, they lost nobody. Cool. They gained Kaysen Wallace, Patty Mills, Davis Bertens, Victor Oladipo, and a guy from France. And I, I've looked this guy up, and he's apparently really good internationally. I cannot pronounce his name. Vasiliji? Vasilier? Vasilier. We'll go with Vasilier. Vasilier Milchik. sounds right. Vasilier Milchik. Milchik. Um, oh, that guy! Yeah, 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 yeah. He's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was drafted in, like, 2013 or something. Uh, he was an MVP in the EuroLeague. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Victor talked about him at one point. Sure, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say they're better. Like they didn't lose anyone, and they gained a few pieces that are contributors. Mm-hmm. And so, like they're young, and they're gonna get better. So, I generally agree. But my question is then: Do you believe Shea continues the thirty point per game? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I was saying, okay. I think Shea takes the next step even more. Then 30 points a game? I think he's MVP candidate. Yeah, easily. Huh? Yeah. Okay. I was waiting for someone to say hot take. I was going to throw something. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's I, not hot take. I think that the young talent on this team is going to continue to get better. I think early on, I don't remember chat. if it was on. And uh, chat. That's going to be yeah, back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, that's an interesting one. But I don't remember if it was on the podcast or if it was just like in an Xbox Live party or something where we were talking about um, how much is Shay going to be able to handle? Like, how long is Shay going to continue to average 30 points a game and be on a trash team? It mm-hmm. seems like we don't really have to worry about that because it seems like the team is coming together around him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is going to be the year. I don't think this is like the year they make major noise in the playoffs or anything like that. But I think this is the year that we see that next step from a lot of those complimentary pieces. It's a development uh, year. Well, I would say that was last year. I would say last year was the development year. This is the prove it year. Um, prove it. I like that better. And I think that we're going to see some, again, talked about it with the Houston Rockets. This is a team that I'm going to click the, league pass alerts on like not that mm-hmm. i wasn't watching them whenever i could but yeah absolutely i think that chet could be in contention for rookie of the year because he also had that everyone Ooh, talking about him run. i completely forgot about that yeah it's going to be interesting to see those two because they're going to compete regularly against each other so yeah that's my take do either of you have anything else to add to them no i generally agree with it yeah, they, they, they're they going to be better. All right. Let's go with the boring one of the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> they are 53-29 and 29 and reigning NBA champions. Sorry, I was too busy laughing to, to get my side of things ready. You were prepared, but I was not paying attention. 
Uh, Denver Nuggets. So they lost Bruce Brown, Jeff Green, Thomas Bryant. They gained Justin Holiday, Julian Strother, and Jalen Pickett. Uh, maybe I'm a, a biased homer, but I think the Bruce Brown, I, I think Bruce homer. Brown going to the Pacers is going to hit them harder than we think. I don't think biased homer. I don't think it's going to make like a huge difference. I will stay. They'll stay relatively the same, but a few win columns maybe, um, or a few wins down. Maybe they fall to the two seed just because they have like post-championship fatigue is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, shortened off-season, yada, 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 all those things that we don't really think about. Um, but I still think they're the best team in the West. I just don't know if the record will show that just because of intangibles. Yeah, I think they're going to be worse. Worse is very general, Angel. That can be one game or 12 games or 20 games. I mean, I still think they're going to be one of the top two or three seeds. I just think I agree with them that the Bruce Brown loss is going to hit harder than they realize. That combined with... I don't, I don't think we appreciate how hard it really is to go through an entire NBA season, play more games than everyone else except, like, one other team, and have to perform, like, within a few months, basically. Yeah, I I think that being a fan of hockey, you see that a lot, because the physicality in hockey, obviously, it's, it's higher than in basketball. And the teams that typically make championship runs the next season, they either get off to a slow start or they're just not really there for the whole season. Then when the playoffs come around, they're right back into it. And we don't see that as much in basketball, but I think that we're seeing it more and more frequently with star players, especially. Um, That said, do you think Jamal Murray takes a step this season? And if he does, do you think that they stay the same? Do you think they're the number one seed still? I don't know if Jamal Murray takes a step this season. I think it's a really hard question to answer because I think Jamal Murray has always been best in the playoffs. He's performed better in the playoffs for at least two playoffs I can remember than he has in the regular season. Maybe that's just who he is. That's fair. I'll I'll get it. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he'll play the same in the regular season, but I don't think his playoff performance will ever carry over to the regular season. You don't think think so? I think it it could. I just... I also think there's a chance that he's just that player that steps it up in the playoffs and the regular season isn't as vital to him to be something to that effect. Yeah. Yeah. I think of Jimmy Butler. What do you think, Gren? Yeah. No, I, I think that's a fair assessment. I just, I still think he could take another step in the regular season. And if he does, oh, he could. they're going to be the same. Like they, they can't get better. So it's either the same or worse. So I'm right. going to say yeah. they're going to stay the same relatively. I think they're going to fall. If they fall, it'll still be in the top three in the West. And that will only be because of postseason fatigue. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, the Jamal Murray we saw in the playoffs continues because this was the first long playoff run we saw from him. 
if this was like the kick that he needed and the the disrespect from 2K giving him an 87 overall. Um, 88. 88. I thought it was 87. Um, maybe this will be the year he uh, evolves into a superstar. And if so, they're staying the same. There is no better. But Yeah. Okay. I can agree with that, yeah. Alright, this one will be interesting-ish. The Portland Trailblazers. They're <laughs> You guys mind if I go use the restroom real quick? I'm going to let Angelo leave this one. Yep. So, so Dame is wait, leaving. Hold on, hold on. The sky wait. is falling. Go ahead. Pause. He's got to give us the drops and ads. As of now, <laughs> we did this with Miami Heat. You have to do it with all the teams. As of now, they've lost Trendon Watford, Cam Reddish, I don't even remember them. They had Cam Reddish? Yeah, they had Cam Reddish. Uh, uh, Drew Eubanks. Uh, they gained Chris Murray and Scoot Henderson, both from the draft. Okay. So how do we want to play this? Because with the Heat, we were assuming they didn't have Dame, correct? Yes. So are we going to assume the Trailblazers have Dame? Has Dame indicated that he would sit out games? No, no. His agent, his agent and the NBA have came out and said he will honor whatever team he plays for under that contract. I don't know about you, but that means not as good as Dame was last year to me. He, I'm, he's still going to be going out. <laughs> he's going to be a good player. It's just... Because he still cares about his individual statistics. Yeah. And he still is going to try to up his value. Like, if he comes out and averages 15 points a game, suddenly no one wants him. Right. Not that no one would want 15 points a game. It's just no one wants 15 but points per game. At there's a good chance that. he goes down from 32 to, like... 28, 27. 28, 26, yeah. Exactly. So, but Scoot Henderson, he's coming in. So, I think they get better. Just on the basis that I, Dame did not They're play all of last season. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he missed quite a bit of time. Um, so, again, we're assuming health. Scoot Henderson's going to come in, add another scoring element. I, They have to get better just on this. Now, if Dame leaves, <laughs> they're the same or worse. But as of this moment, the day this podcast releases, or the day we record it, because he get traded tomorrow. Um, sure. They're going to get a little bit better. I don't think it's much better, but it's a little bit better. So you don't think because of the the combo guard-centric style that they're running that they could be worse defensively and because of that be worse overall? I, I What I want to do real quick, and pardon me while I'm like talking here, I, I want to look up NBA team defensive rating. Um, because if I'm, they've got to be near the bottom. They have got to be near the bottom. Defensive rating. They are the third worst defensive rating team. So you're saying there's not much farther down they can go. Yeah. They, they're at the bottom. The they're, only they're, they're, worse than them were the Houston Rockets and the San Antonio Spurs. And, like, 
they're all within one point of each other. So, like, if you want to say they're going to run combo guards and get worse defensively, sure. Guess. Eh? It's not going to be that big of a difference. I just think yeah, they're, fair. like, there's not much better they're going to get, but they're going to get a little bit better just from availability if Dame is there and Scoot Henderson's availability. That's fair. I can agree with that. Austin. At the same time, Dame leaving, they're done. Sky's falling. Hello. Cats and dogs are living together. I think that the Blazers will get better. <laughs> Is <Hot> this take. <laughs> hot take? Sorry, I need to get a drink. Um, I think the Blazers will be <clears throat> better than what they did last year. They still will not make the playoffs. And I can see some way Dame somehow sitting out games this year. Ooh. Man, two hot takes there. Dame's going to miss games, and the Blazers are going to miss the playoffs. <laughs> Dame's going to miss games because he refuses to play. Oh. Because of injury. Mm, I don't know. I don't see it. And Ren would be sad. Ren would be a sad panda that day. Just tune into that week's episode because there's going to be a whole... Ren's heart would shatter. <laughs> no, it's going to be like... That's the Damien Lillard episode. That's when you two don't get talking time. That's when oh, you two oh, don't. I got it. I'm changing my prediction. Okay. Dame will load manage. <laughs> <laughs> Move on to the next game, Austin. <laughs> uh, I would. I would love that. So, let's go with the Golden State Warriors. We're on the Pacific now. So 44 and 38. This Pacific division was actually really close. This is going to be, these are all going to be some pretty tough predictions, I think, overall. I think this is where we get into the difficult parts. What was their record? Sorry, I didn't hear you. 44 and 38. So they lost Jordan Poole, Dante DiVincenzo, and Ty Jerome. Gained Corey Joseph, Brandon Podziminski, and Chris Paul. Okay, so Dante DiVincenzo added four estimated wins. That's insane. Yeah, yeah he was. Like, it's so it's forgettable that he was there. He's very underrated, man. He's very underrated, but it's forgettable that he was there. Like when he was on Milwaukee, he was on Milwaukee, right? Yes. Yes, he was on Milwaukee. Yeah. Like you, <laughs> this is gonna sound stupid. You knew he was there. Are you sure about that one? Shut up. Um, <laughs> you could have told me he was on Golden State and I would have had to fact check it. Chris Paul is an interesting signing for the Golden State Warriors or trade. Um, I got nothing. I have absolutely nothing. <laughs> I have no idea. This is chaotic. Like, the, okay. So I think they're going to improve. You have two of, I'm going to say this even though those of you that know me, this is weird. You have two of arguably the greatest point guards of all time. Probably yep. on most people's list, they're in the top three. So glad this is recorded. 
<laughs> most people would have some combination of Magic Johnson, Steph Curry, Chris Paul, correct? This is on record. Yes, I'm, correct. I'm, I'm saying most people. I'm not saying me. <laughs> um, but the way Chris Paul plays versus the way Stephen Curry plays are completely different. Both of them don't play defense. Both of them are small. Yes, Steph Curry is probably the greatest shooter of all time. Or probably Steph Curry is the greatest shooter of all time. And Chris that would have been Paul, some homerism for Reggie Miller. Stupid. That, no, I wouldn't have said Reggie Miller. You said Ray Allen. That's fair. Um, I don't even know if I'd say Ray Allen. Like, there's a lot of like role player shooters that I would argue, like, pause. <laughs> let's let's talk about it. So, we do this thing as fans and analysts and whatever you want to call it, where we look at the people that are doing something a lot of the time, and then we just say they're the best ever, and that's fair because we're seeing them do it more often. But like Kyle Korver. Yeah, he wasn't shooting him at the same volume, but you could argue he's a better shooter. Shot creator, absolutely not. Steph Curry dances around and makes his own shot. And that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, I think if you really sat down and thought about it and you were doing it with an unbiased lens as in you're not just looking at the box score, you could make an argument for quite a few people. Off the top of my head, I can't think of any besides Kyle Korver, but... J.J. Redick? J.J. Redick would be up there. Um, a lot of those players from, like... Doug McDermott, he'd be up there. Hmm. Hmm. I still think Steph Curry's the greatest shooter, but I, that's I just think, me. I think I would say that, but... Like you have, even even if you want to say the shot creation thing, you have to, you have to take into account the shot creation thing from three because no one else did that. And you can say, sure, if JJ Redick and Kyle Korver were, you know, in an NBA that allowed that expression and them to work on that part of their game, they'd be better. But they weren't, so we can't. But we like, can't that's kinda, that, this was all in response to you saying like I would Homer pick Reggie Miller and I, mm-hmm. I don't I still would say Steph is the best shooter of all time but like I would also argue like Seth Curry like you can be an elite shooter and not be the face of a franchise is what I'm saying um sorry what were we talking about oh yeah the, the Warriors um and then Chris Paul is the opposite. Not the opposite. He's an okay shooter, but just methodical defense reading, like a quarterback in the NBA. Like, there's a lot of plays from his Charlotte days where you would see him changing pace. Like, he would either be moving slow and then sprint and then slow and then sprint and, like, just throwing the defense off because his ability to change pace both for himself and through his teammates, whether maybe he threw a pass slowly or slower because he knew his teammate would swing it really quickly. And just basketball is a game of rhythm Mm -hmm. and Chris Paul is able to manipulate that rhythm, whether he's got the ball in his hand or he doesn't. Steph Curry ignores that rhythm. He just does whatever he needs to do. So to have the two in juxtaposition of each other in the backcourt is going to be interesting because 
you're running a 1A, 1B, right? So they're probably going to run Steph, CP3 as point guard, both of them on the floor at the same time. Clay, Draymond. It doesn't matter after that. It's going to be Wiseman, but it doesn't matter after that. Um, Wiseman? They trade Wiseman. Did they trade Wiseman? Why is yeah. Wiseman not on the loss list then? They traded him during the season. You're right. They traded him at the um, trade deadline, yes. Yeah, Detroit, right? Yeah. yeah. But does having the two top point guards of all time make you better when they're both so small, old, and don't play defense? It's debatable. Record? What was their record? It was hovering around 500. I know that. What was it, like 42 and 38 or something like that? Or 44 uh, and 44 and 38. They're going to yeah. be worse. They're going to be worse. I think they'll be better. That's just me. I mean, I, I hope they'll be better, but I'm not mad at being a... I think they'll figure it out. Team. And I think um, CP3 will kind of fix some of the issues they have with chemistry on the uh, second unit and off the bench. And I also believe that... Oh my god, know, I forgot Andrew Wiggins. You forgot Andrew Wiggins. Yep. Draymond at five. That's what they're doing. Oh, so, this much worse. This is so much worse. And I also don't believe Chris Paul takes that shot that Jordan Poole took to end that series. So no, this is they're worse. They're worse. Draymond Green is going to be their five. Mm-hmm. What are you doing when Nikola Jokic is on the other side? Joel Embiid is on the other side. You, you you're having Draymond Green guard him. Draymond Green guard him last season, if I'm not mistaken. Draymond Green is a year older. That is true as well. This is worse. This is worse. This is so much worse. My hot take: they don't make the playoffs. That's a hot take. I mean, I can Ren, see it. Ren's hot take: fringe playoff team doesn't make playoff. Yep. Anyway, makes make sense. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Moving on. Let's go with the L.A. Clippers, forty-four <laughs> and thirty-eight. Homie is deliberately skipping the Lakers. Uh they lost <laughs> Eric Gordon. They gained Kenyon Martin Jr. and Kobe Brown. You know, it's it's we're at that point, and this is something I've been wondering about. Where players, because it's not like Kobe White, okay? Name is spelled completely different. We are starting to see players drafted named Kobe. Clearly named after Kobe Bean Bryant. Mm-hmm. How long do you think it's going to be before we have the next LeBron in the draft? It's probably going to be a while. I don't think it's going to be that long. I would, I don't have it in front of me, and this is not part of my like research plan, uh, to mm-hmm. like look up baby names per year, because that's something that is tracked. I would be surprised if there weren't LeBrons out there, like a lot of them after 2003. Um, That's an uh, So we're not going to base this off the fact that this is one of the teams on James Harden's shortlist. We're just going to go off the fact that Chris Paul, or Chris Paul, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, uh, we're going to base it on them being healthy and not 
Uh, oh yeah, do that run. Do that. Anything. Do that run. Nothing do that. Changes. I have one thing about the LeBron name. <laughs> Nothing changes. Uh, LeBron. Bronny is LeBron James Jr. Oh. Hmm. Oh. So a couple of years, Ren is your answer. Uh, well, hold on. Maybe. We don't know for sure that he's going to... Don't put the bad juju out there. I'm not going to put the bad juju out there. He is He's great. He's great. I didn't think about that. Um. Okay, how long before the not LeBron James's son? <laughs> uh, too Too long. Too long. Okay, too long. We'll say too long. So I think that they they roughly stay the same. The Clippers, that is. They, uh. they haven't done anything. There's still time in the offseason. There's nothing they've done. Like Eric Gordon, not that big of a deal to lose. They got Kenyon Martin Jr. instead. Yeah. It's not that big of a drop-off. Um, I wouldn't even say it's an improvement, actually. Uh, and... You know, there there's still dominoes that could fall with James Harden. So, as of now, they've done nothing to get better or worse. So I'm gonna stay the same. I can I can agree with that. I can agree. Yeah, with that. they're a very forgettable team this off season. I have a sneaky suspicion that they're gonna get James Harden and it's gonna be better. But yeah, I I uh, could see that, but I'm not gonna do that now. We'll talk about that when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go with the Phoenix Suns. Let's just do Lakers for last. We know it's coming. Oh. <laughs> All right. 40. No, I like there's one other team to do, too. 45 and 37. Better. Phoenix Suns. I need to take a deep breath before getting into this. Are you ready? Yep. So they lost, and this is the short part of the list. Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, and Jacques Landale. Um, Darn. Touch, on, touch on that really quick. Obviously, losing Chris Paul, even if you're like me and you're not as high on Chris Paul, that's a big hit. Uh, Landry Shamit, solid depth piece. Jacques Landale, sure, sure, I guess. Um, what they gained, though, Bradley Beal, Jordan Goodwin, Isaiah Todd, Chemezi Medu. Yetta Bates Diop, Drew Eubanks, Eric Gordon, and Yuta Watanabe. A lot of really hard to pronounce names there, honestly. Um, I didn't hear Bobo. When did he get added? Are we not talking about the Suns? We're talking about the Suns. When did he get added? Weeks like, ago. Weeks ago. Yeah, it was before I did this. So add Bobo. Okay. Uh. Uh. You okay? They're I'm better. Thinking. They're I, better. I want to say they're better. They're better. Uh. In the West, they're probably the best chance to dethrone the Nuggets. I'll agree. I'll. Yeah. There's something about it that makes me want to say no, but I can't find it. So it's I'm the lack of defense, <laughs> or it's just not there. Yeah, 
Yeah, it, it's... I don't know what it is. They got better. Just based on volume. Like, they added too many players that are positives in the estimated win Adam wins added column. They got better. Yeah. I think Bradley Beal fits more next to Kevin Durant than Chris Paul did. At least at this stage of their careers. I, I agree. All right. So we're going to move on? Yeah. Two more well. teams. So, this team I completely forgot, but this will be a fun one. The Sacramento Kings. Worse. 48 and 34. Worse. Worse. How? Uh... How what? How do you... Suns, Nuggets, okay. They were the Uh three seed. Mavericks are going to get better. Mavericks, Grizzlies. Potential Warriors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ren's brain. Broken. Well, I... I mean, that's five right there. I'll go with those five. So... What's the, uh, what's, the, what's, the, what's the ad? What's the ad drops, Ren? Okay, so the that that's what I was double checking because I realized I didn't have them added. So <laughs> they lost Rashawn Holmes and Chemezi Medu, right? Oh no, yeah. they're a worse team because they lost Rashawn Holmes and Chemezi Medu. They added Chris Duarte, right? Oh, that's that's not going to move the needle. They added Sasha Vesnikov. Vesnikov. Arguably the best player, or the best basketball player on the planet, not in the NBA already. Arguably. The other one is, what's his name, that went to the Thunder. Last year, I think it was last year, hold on. Last year's EuroLeague MVP. Mm -hmm. Um, He's only 28 years old. Yeah. Uh, I just... I don't see how you can say this team got worse. I think Good. it'll be... I don't think the team got worse. I just think that other teams made leaps that will put them above the Kings. What huh? teams made leaps that put them above the Kings? The Suns. Do you mind? DeMontis Sabonis. Is he an all-star? Yes or no? Like, do you I guess he's an all-star? Yes. Is he an all-star caliber player? He's sure. Yeah. De'Aaron Fox. If he maintains, yeah. We, like, there's two all stars on this team, hands down. I just don't know how you can lose essentially no one. Right? Because Rashawn Holmes, he's okay. And Chemezi Medu is Chemezi Medu. That doesn't make your team worse to lose them. But then you add a guy who is potentially the Arvidas Sabonis of this year. I think you're getting a little bit too caught up on the fact that... I'm not... What I'm trying to say is they lost nothing and they gained someone who has the potential to be... Way more valuable. 
So you could say, oh, they're going to stay the same. Sure, I would I would agree with that. But they didn't do anything to get worse, and they weren't a team that we're going to argue played above what they were. Like, we knew what the Kings uh, were. I think, they, I, think, I think they caught some lightning in a bottle. He's using my words now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I am. I just I don't dis- I don't agree with that at all because they didn't do anything yeah. to get worse. We've been saying all along that De'Aaron Fox was eventually going to get there, and he did get there last year. And maybe maybe it's so, just Kings the pairing, PSG, but I mean the pairing of Sabonis and Fox is perfect because you have a guy that's leading the league in screen assists with the guy that's the best at getting to the rim off of screens. Like it, it's just it's a perfect pairing. The team itself did not get worse. It got probably better. At worst, they stayed the same. And I don't know how you can say they got worse. I'm not saying they got worse. I'm saying that they'll be worse than last season. Their record will be. And they'll be a lower seeding. That's not a worse team. Sometimes you can make a team and be better, but the teams around you, like the Suns, can overtake you. Or maybe you just don't start off the way you started off last season. Truth. We'll reapproach this at midseason when Sasha Vezenkov is all-star MVP. Okay. Okay. All right, bring us home, Austin. We'll we'll talk about it. The Angeles segment. Oh boy. Angeles Lakers, forty-three and thirty-nine. He called them my Lakers. You that right? The hilarious thing is if LeBron went to, like, if, so, if, if the Lakers and the Kings made a trade and it was LeBron for DeMontis Savonis and De'Aaron Fox, this man would be arguing that they're the best team in the West. (laughs) I'm just. All right. So they lost Lonnie Walker, Malik Beasley, Mo Bamba, Troy Brown Jr., Dennis Schroeder. They gained Torian Prince, Jalen Hood, Shafino, Jackson Hayes, Cam Reddish, and Gabe Vincent. Um, on paper, they got better. They did. Father Time disagrees. LeBron was definitely showing signs <laughs> of age um, last season. And as the season went along, it became more and more evident. I was saying that I thought if they made it to the NBA Finals, they had a shot to win it just because LeBron would have literally killed himself to try to get get it. Yeah, 100%. But it was very ob- obvious that he was at the point where for him to take over a game, he had to exert so much more energy than he was comfortable doing, and it really did impact him in the following games. Mm-hmm. That's only going to get worse this season. Um Anthony Davis still a all NBA caliber player when he's healthy and we're assuming he's healthy so he he's going to contribute so I'm going to say they're staying the same. I feel like they got better on paper but I think that their key pieces especially LeBron are going to regress this year. I know I've been saying that for like 4 years now but it 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 does feel like Towards the end of last season, it was obvious LeBron was not the same LeBron. Because before, no matter what, it seemed like LeBron was always keeping you in the game. 
mm-hmm. and we weren't seeing that as much. It seemed like if you were in the game, LeBron could go out and win it for you, but he couldn't single-handedly keep you in the game like he has in previous seasons. 2016 Cavs. Back when he was, uh, before that, when he was teaming with Booby. Oh, man. Good old oh, days. <sighs> so, that, that's my opinion. I, I think they stay the same. They might honestly get a little worse just because, yes, you got better on paper, but those aren't your star players. Those are your role players, and your star players I aren't think... going to regress. Depends. I think this, we've also been saying this for three plus seasons now. I think it's heavily reliant on Anthony Davis's health and play. Um, One sneaky thing I think they did was they focused more on like adding centers to do lineups where AD is at the four. So maybe with that, they'll just improve by him being more engaged by playing the position he wants to play. I'm going to say they're going to get better, but it's it's more reliant on Anthony Davis than LeBron James. I want Austin Reeves to take the next step. You want Austin? Hey. Yeah. Austin Reeves, baby. But I think they stay the same or honestly get a little better. I think so basically what we're saying, Ren, screw the Kings. Yeah. Kings of trash. Y'all are petty. <laughs> kings are jesters. For th- okay, so... You think that... The Lakers... The Lakers going are going to be better than the Kings that they beat in the playoffs? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. Okay. Fine. Next fine. question. Fine. Uh, that's the last team. <laughs> okay. That's the last team. That is indeed that, the last team. That is the end of the last segment of season one of No Reserves. Unbelievable. Uh, we unbelievable. did it, guys. We ended with cry. a bang. Uh, Screw the Kings. Yeah, that's the fact that the Kings is our team's name in every sports game and every game we play like that's what our tag is uh we'll get into the history of that in a bonus episode at some point that's why we um, lose. that is why we lose you're yeah. absolutely right that is just a terrible moniker um hey guys follow us on social Before media you get to the outro i have a question go ahead go with the outro. do we ever plan on streaming Yes, I was <laughs> getting to that. Oh, you you actually planned on giving the people some updates on the last season or the last episode of season one. All right, that's good. That's I was good. in the middle of my plugs, homie. I'm not the one that has to be coached every episode about plugging the brand. Nope. Mr. Nope. Football uh, Podcast uh, never talked about the podcast. You clearly didn't watch the last episode, obviously. I, I so haven't yet. I so, said that in so, the beginning of this episode. So shame on Ren. Shame on Ren. Um, Go but, watch the ending of that last episode and hey, then guys, come back to me. Guys, shut up. Shut up. Guys, follow us on social media. We are on all platforms at No Reserves. Um, 
do your push notifications for this. It will give you notifications for this, the football podcast, and whatever else we decide to do in the future, which I don't know. There are ideas, but we haven't really set on anything, and I'm not going to make any promises that we cannot cash in on. Um, besides that, if you are not following us on the Twitch stream and that is something you are interested in, we are going to start doing that very, very what? soon. We we finally have a short list down of games, and even if we don't get those short lists down, NBA 2K24 drops in three and a half short weeks, and you will get to see us probably kill Adam live on stream. Um, or his cousin Dylan, because Dylan is a mini Adam. He's if we call Dylan, um, uh, I don't know. Dylan's pretty. He just he's just there. He's, <laughs> he's just there to have fun, man. Um, but thank you so much for joining us for the first season of No Reserves. Like I said, I there's very few things I've been proud of creating or that I've enjoyed creating, and this is definitely one of them. I did not expect to enjoy this as much as I have, and I really do appreciate you guys joining us for the journey. I can't speak for Angelo and Austin, so I'll give them each time to reflect on this season, but I got something. Here, if you've but. been here from the start, thank you. If you're just joining us, if this is the first episode and this is two years later, hey, welcome. I don't know why you're watching something or listening to something from three years ago. It's weird when you think about it from an NBA standpoint. Um, but I really, really just cannot understate how much I appreciate you guys stopping in. You you give us good feedback. We don't always see it, and we don't always acknowledge it as much as I would like to. But we've got a core group of listeners that really do try to help us out, and hopefully you stick around. We have big things planned for the future of this podcast, and we're not going anywhere. Even if the podcast doesn't go anywhere, we're having too much fun doing it and doing our little spinoff. So. Angela, what are what are your thoughts on the conclusion of our first season? So, actually, I want Austin to go first. What is, what does Austin have anything before I go into my little? Uh, Austin have to go first. You want to be the closer? You got to say. I went first. Word. Yeah, no. I want Austin to go before me. I got out before. You go into my little uh, diatribe. For the love of God, will one of you just say something? No. <laughs> This is going to be the episode that never ends since that was since the last yeah. episode was the one that never started. Yeah, no. full circle, baby. Nice. Nice. I will get nice. sentimental. I got you. Fine. Fine. So, I mean, I appreciate, you know, all the listeners and the, the feedback. Like Ren said, you know, I jumped onto this kind of towards the beginning of the season, but I didn't get a start with it. Um, I'm kind of more excited to start next season as like a regular, I guess you could say, not a guest that turned into a regular. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. It was just a fun time. It's fun just having a few hours to hang around with you two and the listeners and just build connections and make bad takes and lukewarm takes and have the golden L. So it was a fun time there, Angelo. Have fun. Wow, Austin. That should have brought a tear to someone's eye, man. That was that was that was very nice. That was very, very beautiful, man. Get on with it. Huh? What's that? Milking it at this point. Get on with it. <laughs> um, the things that I have learned because I have 
I think I've done a lot in the last year for everything. Um, Austin, I think it's kind of silly that she just said you kind of view this as a reset because your name's on the on the title. If <laughs> some if you clicked on the podcast and you went to the description, Austin's name is literally in the title. So, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't a regular at the beginning, right? <laughs> so. Like so, you and I, you and I have been in every episode. Austin has not. So no, I, false. Technically, I'm the only one who's been in every episode. Suck it, Ren. That, Suck how it. Do you how? Suck it. What episode how? did I miss? Football doesn't count. Yes, yeah, the football, football one. Count. No, that counts. That counts. No, it doesn't. The only person who can claim they've been on every episode that is released on No Reserves Radio is oh my god, me. he's. We he's are doing, talking about, you're talking about the end of season one for basketball, not he's doing, football. He's doing the Laker fan thing of being like, well, we only lost by one. Good job, guys. Me. No, you don't get the moral victory. Would you just I, get on with I your do comment? get the. Um, I, actually, I didn't really have a comment. That was the comment. I just wanted to make you mad. So, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. I've definitely learned a lot. And I do think I'm a little more like obsessed with content creation and ideas and runs a little bit more obsessed with uh like improvements and analytics and i think that's a pretty good combination i i think like each of the strengths we each bring or each of the um obsessions we bring because like we're each obsessed with different things and i'm using the term obsession lately i think austin's more in tune with like brand growing and i'm more in tune with you know improving every episode mm-hmm. in little market ways and then angelo is more like what color scheme would make a better clickbait title <laughs> this um, guy this guy so I, I think it does like fit really well and i think that adding alex to it i think alex's marketing ability has been alex is amazing. better at marketing than i will ever be he's so. better than all of us put together it's like the channel's growth since alex was brought on and I, I'm name-dropping him here. He's not part of the basketball podcast, but he is part of the No Reserves family. Uh, by the way, surprise, I didn't tell you this, but I, I put Alex's name because he does. he's, he's earned it. He deserves it. No, absolutely. I 100% agree. I, I would have been shocked. I didn't know it wasn't there. Yeah, I didn't no, know it wasn't, it wasn't there, there. Until, uh, until we recorded the last episode of football. So, so. I, I think that everything kind of it, it works perfectly. Um, I'm excited for the future. There's not going to be a break. Like we're not going to take a week off or anything like that, because honestly, that'd be too nice on me. It would be too nice on you. And I'm not going to do that. But also like this felt like we recorded last week on Thursday and we're recording this week on Friday because Austin wasn't available uh, yesterday. It felt like a long time. And I don't, I agree. Yeah. I, I just wanted to get in and record and, because I look forward to this every week. I really do enjoy it. It's like Austin said, it's a good break from reality to just kind of sit down, have a few drinks and argue with my friends. So get used to it. Cause we're not going anywhere. Uh, we will see you all next Sunday for episode one of season two, which will kick off next season. We are done talking about 2022, 2023. We are now full bore. 2023 2024 oh, putting um, you on the spot what's the next episode the next episode are, are we doing a draft i think we're gonna do a draft right Is all i know draft? i'm down 
Eventually. I think that's what we talked about. I got no, a title. I... All I know is um, we're doing all the sentimental stuff, but I'm going to be the one who ends the final season of season one with the football podcast. So I win again. <laughs> uh, no one cares. Um, Let's real quick, just real quick. I want this to okay. be real quick because I don't want to drag this out. Who okay. has the golden L for the year? Austin. Oh, it's easily me. It's easily Austin. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we were all on the same page. <laughs> easily me. Season one, golden L re- recipient, Austin. All hail all Austin. Right. All hey, hail guys. Austin. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in this year. Many more to come. We'll we will see you, see you all next, next Sunday. Week.